0: Welcome to the Scott and Donna Show. It's Friday, it's 1 o'clock, and you're Donna.
1: <laughs> oh Put really? yourself
0: together here. Who really? am I? You're and, Donna. And
1: you're Scott. Yes. And we're here to inform and entertain and engage and, gee, maybe even sometimes enrage you. Uh,
0: do y'all believe she actually has that written down <laughs> uh, so she doesn't forget to say any part of that?
1: Would you just yeah. stop it? You're not supposed to tell all of our secrets. She's
0: quite a talent.
1: I am. I, look, well, this is called production. Th- this is called pre-show production. This is called working very hard to make sure that we don't screw up.
2: Okay. <laughs> and that I
1: might can be in see
0: another part of uh, pre-show production that I was excluded from our first topic. Uh, no, no,
1: No, that was, no, no, no that's last week. Oh, no, I didn't recycle that one. Oh. Okay, would you let me finish, please? Oh, well, Scott. Well, Scott, anyway, You'll, you you didn't even let me finish. Okay, I'm starting over. And you're Scott, and we are here to inform, entertain, engage, and maybe sometimes enrage you, like you're working on very difficult making it very difficult for me. Scott will anyway, obviously. Just give him some time. Well, we don't need to give him time. You already did.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so now this is where I mentioned the first topic. Okay. This is a smooth
1: Scott. Surely you've heard about bed bug infestations. That's what we're going to talk about today: bed bugs. <laughs> bed bugs. That's <laughs> number four. This whole card system really sucks. Yeah. I don't know
0: why we're talking about <laughs> bed bugs. <laughs> you know, now, now to me, and I just want to have a private word with the listeners. To me, this this whole thing is a very bad idea. It's not going to start well, and it's not going to end well. Um, but it's. it's
1: I'm having a hot flash. You know, Donna.
0: Donna has stressed. <laughs> Can you turn the AC me, down,
1: please, or fan? I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Donna has stressed that the bedbug, the bedbug situation is not just a situation. It, you know, makes the locusts look like, you know, a Cinderella story or something. There's
1: an infestation, sweetie.
0: Okay, start talking about it, baby. Get us into this heavy topic.
1: Well, you know, um, I've been doing some reading. Um, listen,
0: I'll do a Rush Limbaugh. Oh, does he act like he's actually reading oh, at yeah. the moment? He,
1: he shuffles papers around. And
0: yeah, he strikes me as a, as a reader and a deep thinker.
1: Yes, doesn't he? Know? Now, I know I'm concerned about it because they're in homes and offices and apartment complexes and in libraries and in movie theaters and, oh, okay, they're, um, I love those little hand signals. What am I not doing right? Oh, okay.
2: It loses you. All right,
1: st- okay. thank you. Straighten me out. Okay. You know, what? You keep, you keep interrupting me and I can't even finish a sentence. Now, let's talk about where they – where are they? Homes, theaters, libraries. They could be right here. They could be right here in this chair. You could, they could have – they could be bed bugs right there where you're sitting.
2: Well, I'm not sitting on a bed.
1: It doesn't matter. You can be sitting in a chair. They attach themselves to things like pocketbooks, um, case, um, computer cases briefcases, luggage.
0: I did some reading on this too and what I read was that the things you're talking about now are a load of crap, um, because if they were in chairs, it'd be chair bugs, or in pocketbooks they'd be pocketbook bu- bugs, they're bed bugs, which, which to me is a strong suggestion, You know, and we have science behind it, that, that they dwell in beds. Well, so th- the problem is confined to
2: beds.
1: Well, no, that's not true. They are, look, see this little picture right here of this little guy vacuuming off the bed. That's in San Francisco. where That's where bed bugs, they usually find. You usually can find them there. You can spot them there. You take the sheets off, and there are these little bugs. They're about a quarter of an inch. They're little flat, nasty-looking. <laughs> it makes me itch just thinking about them. You yeah, know,
0: that is a picture of a guy vacuuming a bed. I know nobody can see the picture, but it's not that Look,
1: here's a bed bug right here. Bed right. bug. But Let's it's see what a, it looks it's, like.
0: a, it's a picture of a guy vacuuming a bed. There's no there's no proof that there's a bed bug, you know, that has ever even been near the bed.
1: Well, he's telling the story that he did, he did have bed bugs in that bed and he's talking about uh how much it cost him to get rid of those bed bugs.
2: Okay. That's that's a tragic tale.
1: I know it is, isn't it? I mean,
0: is there, is there a way that I can uh, send him money or something like that?
1: Good night. Sleep tight. Don't <laughs> let the bed bugs bite. See bed bugs? Mm-hmm. They've been around for many, many, many years. Um, I, you know, I know that somebody, somebody listening, has experienced a problem with bed bugs. So I, this is a great topic, isn't it? It really is.
0: Um, because you know what? Anybody was- out there who thinks it's a great topic, call in right now. <laughs>
1: The bed bugs. We got to give them a number. They need a number to call. That was not fair because you did not give them the number first.
0: All right, the number to call in, and you know, now I'm asking asking Donna's daughter to call in. Figuring it's going to need to be somebody who loves her to call in and, and give support here. The the call in number. We do want to hear from you yeah. um, because we think it'll it'll improve the show. <laughs> uh, the, the call in number is 760 seven six zero four five four. One one three four. One more time. Seven six zero four five four one one three four. Okay, please call in now, uh, Donna. You, mm-hmm. you want to talk about this some more? Well, Let's do. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because have you ever been outside and been attacked by mosquitoes?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, they
1: yes. they just gnaw on me all the time when I'm outside. So. And then you get those little red whelps on you, and you just can't stop itching. Welt. Okay, Welt. Welts. Okay, Welts. Welps.
0: A whelp is a person.
1: Okay, We've welts. been through
0: this before. I
1: know we have. I just say that. I say catty-corner, too, and it's kitty, right?
0: I don't have any problem with that. That's all <laughs> colloquial usage, and it doesn't interest me.
1: Okay, but it itches. It itches. You get these red marks on you. I mean, it's like these little critters that suck the blood out of you, and it's nasty. It's just
0: <laughs> you know, it actually is true. Um, in that in Donna doesn't seem to be able to complete a sentence or make it sound like it is a real topic. It is true that there is there is a bed bug problem in the country right now. I mean, to, to us, uh, as we grew up, you know, we all heard the don't let the bed bugs bite and all that. And I think, you know, as a child, I thought it was made up. But now there really there really is, you know, almost what I call the prevalence of bed bugs. You know, it's going on, you know, in you know, we've seen the stuff from big cities where they have dogs coming in to dogs
2: the, dog the bed
0: bugs, and,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, it, it is a genuine problem. And even hotels here in our resort town um, have had you know different floors closed down while they fumigate for bed bugs. So it's actually a real a real thing. It's not a real thing that I take all that seriously. You know, I've been sleeping for almost fifty years now, and I've never had a single bed bug. Um, But what else do we have on this?
1: Well, you know what? We have a reporter on the scene now to talk about this bed bug infestation. Mm. Go. Scoop a row. Let's hear it.
0: Yeah, there, Scoop. Greer,
1: South Carolina. This family-oriented town has been infested with bed bugs. That's right. Bed bugs, a big problem here in Greer. And I have with me this afternoon a gentleman who... Actually, has been affected by these bed bugs. Hi, sir, and what is your name? Welcome
2: to Greer. My name's Bob.
1: Well, hey, Bob. Um, did you say Greer? Greer, South Carolina.
2: Uh huh. Greer.
1: Okay. All right. Fine. Well, I am. Um, I'm very sad to hear about your um, bed bug infestation, and I would like to know what happened. I mean, how did you know that these were bed
2: bugs? Well, they ate, ate Ma's leg off, clear up to the knee.
1: Ate her leg off. Uh Oh my gosh, I didn't realize they could do that.
2: (laughs) She got gout in the other one.
1: Oh, from the bed bugs? No. From what?
2: I don't know. Oh my gosh! Mom's always had gout in that one leg.
1: Well, poor mom. And the bed bugs got the other one. That's pretty bad.
2: With the other leg gone, like it is, Makes it tougher get around in the kitchen.
1: Well, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is, and I'm not sure about um, social services or um, any anyone that can help you in Greer, but I hope there is someone that can help you. Now back to, back to the bed bugs. I'm curious. This is a big problem for you, isn't it?
2: Uh huh.
1: Okay. And um, how did you know that you had bed bugs? Well. Other than the leg being eaten off.
2: Uh, I heard there was bed bugs, and when I looked at them. I thought it must be a bed bug, yeah? and then I saw two or three others.
1: Okay, and what have you done to alleviate that problem? I'm sorry, to get rid of that problem.
2: We sicked them on Ma's leg.
1: You so, in other words, you used her leg as a
2: little trap. It's a diversion. A diversion poured honey on her leg. Okay, so they would all go there. Yeah, I told the kids run out of the room. Okay, well.
1: Now, are you still having problems yes, with them sir, in any. Her I, I can just imagine, sir. I can, Bob. I can imagine. Now, are you still having problems with bed bugs, or did that clear up the problem?
2: She, she uh, I'm not having problems with them. She might be.
1: She might be, mm-hmm.
2: but you're just not sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right.
1: Have you heard of any other homes or um, people in Greer that have had these kinds of problems?
2: What do I care? I only live in one home.
1: So, Bob, before we close, what's the big problem?
2: Uh, my wife's a bitch
1: okay okay and what does that have to do with bed bugs
2: uh... nothing you asked me what the big problem was
1: <laughs> okay well i do thank you very much for your time today bob and i hope that you get all your problems taken care of not only the bed bug problem but The wife problem as well. Mm -hmm.
2: Thank you. Enjoy your stay in Greer.
1: Well, thank you, sir. Thank you for joining us here. Um, Again, I'm Scoop Burrell on the scene in Greer.
2: Mm -hmm. This is Bob.
1: Thank you so much for that live report on the scene in Greer, South Carolina. Thanks, Scoop Burrell. We've got to take a break right now be back. Stay with us. That was
0: fun, man. (laughs) Do you want to do another one? I think
1: we should. Let's do another one. Hey, you know what? This right here says that there are bed bugs down at the homeless shelter. Oh, wait a minute. We probably shouldn't talk about that on the air. Why not? Well, because it might not be, you know,
0: good protocol. It's a it's a homeless shelter. Well, I know that. It's, it's not a it's not a business for profit. Are they afraid the homeless people are going to take their business somewhere else? We can mention it. I'm telling you.
1: Or the bed bugs are going to take their business elsewhere.
0: <laughs> Unless you're yeah, if you're talking about you know maligning bed bugs, you know when they're down on their luck and they show up at a homeless shelter, it's not nice to make fun of them. I don't know what you're talking
2: about.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about either. <laughs> okay, let's try it again.
2: Maybe
0: we just go to a commercial.
1: Maybe we just scrap this whole thing. <laughs> well, this the bed bugs. Here's the point. There are bed bugs at the homeless shelter in Myrtle Beach. And here's a problem. We might not should mention that on the air. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me.
0: For For fear the homeless people will take their business elsewhere?
1: Or the bugs. <laughs>
0: I don't know. It's going to be funny to finally hear it.
1: Funny to finally.
0: <laughs> Something. You're such that.
1: a cackler today. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network.
0: Hi, this is John Banks with the Zeus Radio Network and Hear Women Talk. Come join me on Mondays from 2 to 3 p.m. with Bringing Man Out of the Cave. Getting jiggy with it right here on the Scott and
1: Donna Show. Ah. Thanks for making us a part of your Friday. We're here every Friday at 1 p.m., unless I'm sick or unless Scott runs me off. But we're talking about something that's, you know, <laughs> that prevalent. It's something that, that the bed bug infestation. It's
2: gigantic. It's
1: gigantic. It's huge. It's ginormous. It's something that is all over the country, especially up and down the East Coast. Now, I'm going to mention in a few minutes um, some of the places, some of the cities that are having the biggest problems with bed bugs. But right now, we're going to Tennessee because we have a live report, yet another live report. We are so big. We have live reporters out there covering this story. So let's go right now. Now to a live report from Tennessee. This is Scoop Burrell, and we're now going on the scene to a bed bug
2: infestation. This is Dan Rathernock. We have just touched down in Tin Pan Alley in Tennessee, and we are making our way to the center of town. The bed bug epidemic has reached such levels that the town has been evacuated. However, they are now moving in with packs of bedbug-sniffing dogs. Here they come. There they go. Back to you, Scoop Burrell.
1: Okay, thanks a lot there, Scoop Burrell, and uh, Dan rather but not. you
2: are Scoop Burrell.
1: Well, no, no, nobody <laughs> knew that. Now, how could... How could you, no like, one
0: can possibly figure out what's going on here, could they?
1: No, probably not. We're just really silly.
0: We just had a real All right, name infestation the, of silliness. Name the cities where the bedbugs are. Okay, and anybody who's in these cities, if you were in a named city, pack your bags, leave the city. Do not return. The list of cities, please.
1: Okay. Top ten cities.
0: (laughs) Not ten. Just make it the top five. five. No one cares. I'm
1: going to tell you ten because there's a significant reason why. Okay. And you just have to wait in here. How
0: fast can you do it? New York.
1: Philly, Detroit, Cincinnati, Chicago, Denver, Columbus, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, Washington D.C., and LA. Okay, number 14 on that list which I did not mention but I think it's important because number 14 is Cleveland. That means that four cities in Ohio are infested with bed bugs.
0: And the other ones don't matter but the NFL Hall of Fame is in Cleveland. No. So is, that's is in, where we need to start rolling back the It's in Canton. The enemy horde.
1: It's in Canton. Not Cleveland, Canton. The music. Oh, I think
0: that's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No, the fame, Rock and Roll it? Hall
1: of Fame is in Cleveland. Right. Okay, but wherever, both of those places, the Football Hall of Fame and the, what would you say? <laughs>
0: rock and Roll Hall of Thank Fame. Thank you, that it's one. Up there somewhere.
1: They're both infested with bugs, bed bugs. I'll oh, betcha. God. I'll bet you. I think more of those bug-sniffing dogs should be what there. What is our
0: next topic for the day?
1: Well, I don't know. Are you tired of this one? Mm-hmm. We haven't had any callers. Hmm. Okay. Um, did you know that there's a bed bug registry? Bedbugregistry.com, and it was started by a guy who stayed in a hotel, and his bed was infested with bugs. And now he, he – <laughs> okay, forget it. Okay, what is our next topic? You are just looking like you want me to just shut up. And this is a talk show, so it's kind of hard for me to shut up during a talk show.
0: I can say that it's hard.
1: Yes. Do you know that there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hotels that were listed in Myrtle Beach with bedbugs? Ten in Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not going to say that.
0: Do we have another topic? Because unless this is the bed bug show.
1: Okay. I have another topic. Yes, I do. Okay, we'll switch gears. Okay, listen. I'm taking my whole notebook. Good. Throwing it out.
0: Okay. And what are we starting with now?
1: Okay. What I think we should start with is culture shock. Not the bedbugs having culture shock, but culture shock. People moving to a different area, which I know you've never done, but I moved to San Francisco and experienced complete culture shock. People come to our area, move here, and they're just like, oh, my God, I can't believe these people. I think that's a good one.
2: Okay. Don't okay.
1: You?
0: Well, what do you have to say about that?
1: Well, this is what I have to say. When I moved to San Francisco back in the early 90s, because, you know, I was a big radio personality in San Francisco, I had to take the train in from my home and um, out way past Oakland into the city of San Francisco. So I was on the train probably 45 minutes every morning and every afternoon. So I would get on the train at the train station, and I would go on, get on and say, hi, how are you? Hello, how are you? Hi, nice to see you. Good morning. And just in my sweetest little southern accent, say um, hi to everybody. Well, there were people on there that looked at me like I had foreheads. There were people that were reading the newspaper, and they would take that paper and put it up over their faces, like, "Oh my God, I hope she doesn't talk to me today." And there were people wouldn't talk to me. People would not talk to me, and I found that to be quite rude, actually. And then they realized I got on the same car every day, and people usually would get on the same car, you know, we're creatures of habit. So I would get on that um, same car, and they would they would realize I was coming, and they would like, you know, pretend like they were asleep.
0: <laughs> Anything other than saying a simple hello. Yeah. Isn't it awful? Well, you know, it, it kind of is awful, and I'm not sure whether that has anything to do with the culture, uh, like you know, the location or anything like that. It has to do with the people. Do you think? Well, they're yeah, they're a bunch of un- unfriendly people.
1: That was very sad. I mean, it was very disheartening to know that people just didn't.
0: It's crazy that people become that way, <laughs> get to the point where they not only won't initiate a hello, but they won't respond to a hello. I, I don't know how you how you get to that point. I really don't.
1: We're certainly not like that. Certainly what about people? Not. What do you think that people? Um, and and I'm sure that we have listeners who have moved here to the Myrtle Beach area, or perhaps moved somewhere else, and experienced that uh, just a whole different attitude of people from uh, from what you're used to. And I'd be interested to know if anyone uh, has a comment or opinion about that, an experience.
0: I'd like to know if anybody r- really can honestly say they're surprised by finding differences between where they used to live and where they've just moved.
1: Well, I'm not saying that I mean, necessarily. I shouldn't
0: you expect that? Isn't that, how about put it this way, isn't that why you move?
1: Well, I think there are a lot of reasons why you move. There are a lot of reasons. It could be, you know, because of your economic situation. could be. Because of family situations. Sure.
0: You're suggesting possibilities, and one of those possibilities would be that they want change. True. And so they move there, and there are all kinds of changes, and they're bothered by it.
1: Well, no, I'm not saying that necessarily. And they wanted it
0: to all be the same, then the answer would be... Stay where you are.
1: Well, I'm not saying everything should be the same. I'm just talking about people. People should be more friendly, no matter where you are. There should be there should be a rule across the nation. You know, be nice to people.
0: You know, I find an irony here in that you are you are being uh, critical not, not just critical but you know uh, white-lipped uh, critical white of what people for not being friendly. <laughs> you know, I I call that irony. Okay. Why aren't those bastards friendly? <laughs> you
1: know? Well I didn't say it quite like that and I kept saying hello every morning until I finally made a friend.
0: You know, when I say hello in that situation though, if I have to do it over and over again, there are people there are people out on on the street in the morning where I walk with my little dog who don't say hello. And I'll continue saying hello to them morning after morning after morning. But but there is no no genuine warmth in my hello. Um I'm only saying hello so I can then go into the office and complain about them and say can you believe that that same jerk was out there at the same time and I gave him a friendly hello and and he didn't say hello back. But see I really didn't give him a friendly hello because what I was feeling when I said hello is actually I hate you sir (laughs) and I'm just wondering if you're going to say hello back and if you don't say hello back I'm going to be criticizing your ass until the sun goes down. You know, I mean, so it's really just like a uh, a test of some kind.
1: You know, I think I think you might be onto something here. I think that um, uh, you know, I go to um, I go out of town to visit my boyfriend on occasion, and he's lived here in, in this other town for I don't know, fourteen months, sixteen months. <clears throat> Excuse me. And when I go to visit him, I know more people in his apartment complex by the time I come home than he does. Hello, so, hello,
0: hello, hello. Hi,
1: hello. how are you? Hi. Yeah. yeah, hello, how are you? Hi, my name is, you know, I just talk hey, to people.
0: Do you, people probably don't come near you, but they, they do know who you are.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I've noticed them walking a different way with their dog. No, um, But it's the same way in the grocery store. So, you know, I talk to people in the grocery store, and I know people's names. And so I, I guess what I'm trying to say here is maybe it's not so much a culture thing um, or a, a where you live. Maybe it's a personality Maybe it's just different personalities.
0: That's what I think it is. You have good personalities, such as ours. You know, warm, wonderful, people want to be around us all the time. Um, and then you have the other personalities. You know, the nasty, sinister, stupid.
1: You know. <laughs> I knew that was coming in. I
0: knew. But <laughs> so there, so there aren't just all kinds of personalities. There are two. There's ours. Mm-hmm. and the rest of them.
1: And we were talking about that on the way over, type A personalities versus all the others.
0: What the? Uh, I don't even remember what the other types are, frankly. You know, in my adult life, it's so easy. We default to the, you know, type A personality. We don't like you because you're a type A personality and all that. But I don't even know what the other types are. I know there's a type B, but I don't know what the other... The other ones aren't like C and D, I don't think. I
1: thought they were only I think only it's two. like
0: A, B. Yeah. Like A, B, and A, B, I honestly don't know. I, I know that I'm the most desirable type, whatever that is.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. I'm and whatever
0: good. the zodiac sign is that's the best one, that's mine.
1: Oh, okay. Regardless yeah. of when your birthday is and that? Yeah. 760 you guys probably just forgot to write it down. I know you're, you're just itching to call and tell us what type of personality you are. And, you know, get in on this. Is it, uh, that people are just mean in different parts of the nation? Are they mean here in Myrtle Beach? Or do we, um, are we friendly to people when they come?
0: I think we need to get rid of Scoop Burrell.
1: Why? What's the problem with that? She sucks. That's, that was my name in college when I was on the radio in college. It was Scoop Burrell. <laughs> Okay, maybe I'm um, I'm living in the past here a little uh, bit. Scoop
0: is not liked by the other Cub reporters associated with the Scott and Donna show.
1: Oh, really? You know. Like who?
0: Well, all the other ones out there.
1: Hmm. Yes, or, all the other ones. We have a lot of them. You
0: know, who are actively filing reports every day <laughs> <laughs> that never get heard. <laughs> because okay. they suck even worse than the ones we just did.
1: <laughs> well, that was a little fun. I mean, that was fun. I mean, it was something different. I didn't think it sucked. It didn't totally suck, anyway.
0: Well, we need to bring Scoop in for an employment review.
1: Oh, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, don't do it today because she's had a bad week. Just don't do it today. Where are we headed here? Well, I think maybe we're headed for a break. Is it time yet? Two minutes. Okay.
0: We going right now? Are we going? Okay. Okay. Let's talk about what want to talk about on the other side of the break. Because one of the things we talked about last week was, um, no, it wasn't last week. It was the week before. You were in absentia last week. Uh, but we we talked about tipping. Yes, we did. And you, well, let, let's talk about that That's a little bit. That's right. We were going to recap that a little. Th- that one is actually a, a constant topic. Yes, I, it I, is. I, th- I think it's a neat topic. Really, I do. So let's talk about that when we come back. And, um, Let's do, are we ready for a break now? Okay, yeah, let's I was just it. kind of biding We're,
1: my time. <laughs> that's so funny. Can we please break? Listen, I hate it. Read you hate your it. card and we, take us
0: into a break, Donna.
1: <laughs> I know we hate this, but we have to take a short break right now. So I promise we'll be back. Don't go away. We're going to talk about some more fun stuff. Well Stay read. with us. Thank you. Welcome back to the Scott and Donna Show. We're so glad that you've joined us today. We've been a little silly, really, today. Uh, Yes, I've been a little silly. Scott's looking at me like, mm, not me, you.
0: I'm a serious broadcaster.
1: Yes, yes, you are indeed, and and I have been a serious broadcaster in the past. Today, I'm not that serious. How I, don't know. I How
0: about I take over from here? I'll just finish up the show, and you, 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 I'll tell you what I'll tell you what you could do. What you could, you could just run along outside show everybody how pretty you are run and I'll along outside. Up the show okay run
1: along. well I appreciate Won't that the, be nice I appreciate the pretty part show but me a pretty
0: little dress
1: oh please mercy <laughs> yeah have mercy <laughs> have mercy I'm slapping you let me see here
0: actually someone someone asked me a question this morning and in the course of giving the answer I was remembering something that really was not very pleasant to me it's sort of, it's funny now but, um, my little, I call him my little boy. He's my little dog. Yes. Uh, Rigby. And he is, a, he is a great, great little fella. Uh, wonderful son. You know, all, all that kind of thing. He really is. The greatest show in my life. Um, he, he was my, my ex girlfriend's little boy. And to her, he was a dog. And he, he chose me. I won't make that a long story. It's actually a fairly touching, it's an extremely I'm about touching to cry story. i already. But he chose me, and he came back to Myrtle Beach with me, and it really was almost as though he asked me to be his dad. That's how it was. And the reason that happened was because she didn't treat him that way. She treated him like a dog. You know, you're just a dog. You need to, you know, get off the chair. You need to, you know, go in there and be quiet. You know, all all those things because you're just a dog, which isn't how I happen to look at that at all. So even though he was my little boy, uh she and I lived in different towns. So, you know, like we go visit each other on the weekends and all, and I remember some tough times there um for her because I was choosing Rigby over her, which I will do every time. We were lying in bed, actually I was lying in bed it's gonna get kinky. and Rigby Rigby got in bed and uh and got right up against me in the middle of a king size bed. He was he was in the middle and I would be on, you know, one side. Okay, and then when my girlfriend uh, went to get in bed, she got in bed and she tried to move him out of the way. She put her hand on him and he's felt her hand on him before and he growled. <gasps> and it wasn't like growling like, hey, I'm kidding around with you. He, he meant it. He was not kidding. And I said, she said, she said, make him move. And I said. This was the beginning of the end of the relationship. <laughs> he chose the dog. I said, um, I don't see why he has to move. Why don't you go around the other side of the bed?
2: Ooh.
0: You know, because she wanted to, you know, cuddle up with me and all that kind of stuff. And so she went around the other side of the bed. I, I, I couldn't believe she did it. But, you know, <laughs> from gross. there on, it was always a, a problem for her because I I treated him like my son and I always will and I, I think we should be making allowances for him and uh, so I never understood that and uh, another girl uh, years ago when I had another uh, little boy who who's now gone uh, girl came to stay with me for the weekend this is really giving you a false image of, yeah, I was of just what my that. life is like
2: I was Just thinking
0: <laughs> but, but she came to stay during the weekend and my little boy then uh, was Charles and
1: um I remember Charles
0: she got up yeah yeah uh, she got up uh, the the morning after you know the first night there mm-hmm. and and looked at looked at Charles who you know I love Charles more than more than my own mother <gasps> so you know nobody should really take a chance about Charles or Rigby this girl looked at looked at Charles right in the face and said looks like you're number two
2: <gasps>
0: and I will, Uh-oh. I will tell you that we didn't see her much at all after that because that day was the day that she packed up her shit got in her car and left because i had made a suggestion about it
1: oh yeah i'm Uh, sure
0: you did to say to charles you're number two
1: that did not some
0: interloper coming in there thinking she's somehow number one
1: interloper because
0: she has pretty underwear or something
1: Scott. Well, you know what? Uh, you have a love for animals that exceeds many, many people's love for their family members or in anyone else in their lives. I mean, you I've never seen anyone quite like you when it comes to your animals, when, your dogs. I mean, I have Lucy and I love my little Lucy. And sometimes I'll be honest with you, sometimes when my boyfriend is there and he's playing with Lucy and and I'm sitting there going, Okay, well, what about me? What about me? Hello? can you know, he's scratching her back. I'm like, oh, I got to back, too. Could you, you, you know, would you mind over here, over here? So sometimes sometimes I get a little I'm freaking jealous over the dog. Are you kidding? Yeah, I do. I'm, okay, I'm admitting it on the air. But I do. So um, I can understand what you're saying. But he loves, he loves dogs, too. But I love my Lucy, but I think I might love my Trey more. I said his name. I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to. I, I told him I wouldn't do that. I'm sorry, Forrest.
0: That's yeah, that's okay. He he knew his name. I mean, he he knew who you were talking about. Well, I know. He knows that he's your boyfriend. I assume well, he's I aware that, of all those things. I
1: just didn't. I didn't want to embarrass him. Well, it's too late for that. I mean, he dates me. What do you think?
0: I tell you, there were <laughs> he's there were times. There were times with this girl uh, because she she dumped me three or four times and you know we would keep getting back together which is which is typical but painful and and, and pretty dumb really <laughs> but I would not allow a breakup to occur until until it was written in stone that Ricky was my little boy because uh, you know the relationship had its good parts but the only go- the only good part of the relationship that has lasted is Ricky. You know, the rest of it.
1: Well, that's that whole unconditional love thing. He's own. not going anywhere, yeah, you can see no matter how, what. How great
0: we are at unconditional love. She's gone.
1: Mm-hmm. And how many have you, you been know? through here recently? Let's see, the one out of town. Okay. I'm keeping tabs on you.
0: Mm-hmm. you well, know, we just, you know, back them up into groups of 20.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had the same one six years, so I'm doing pretty well. I've had several dogs, but just one. Anyway. Anyway, I do, I do think um, that, you know, animals, dogs are a big in, important part of our lives. And for those of us that um, can't seem to stay in a relationship, um, having a, an animal there that loves you unconditionally is a, a wonderful thing.
0: You're not implying I can't stay in a relationship, yeah, sorta.
1: right? Yes, of This is what was. <laughs> but we've been friends a long time, so you've, we've stayed in that relationship. You know, Once so I meet somebody
0: good. who deserves all this... I'll, I'll let him let him enjoy it for a while.
1: Let him stay. Yeah, you'll let him stay. Well, you're not a bad catch,
0: really. What is what is the next time? I'm, I'm a, not a bad catch. What? Okay. <laughs> you go to you go to the city of catches, and you know I'm the mayor.
1: fill my face. Just feel my face. Does it look flush to you? Come here no I heard you I heard you it's hot
0: isn't it uh, yeah I think yeah it's hot. I think yeah my hormones wow. are like
1: it really really
0: blistered my fingers there. I
1: know I'm, I mean can I'm really seriously can we get a fan in here or something it is it's hormones it's a, it must be a hormone thing it's
0: the A&E crowd in the next room Do we need to get the air conditioner back on but let, 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 let's know. go back to the show what's our next topic here what well, do you want to talk let's
1: about, talk about <laughs> let's
0: talk about hormones jump right into that
1: <laughs> no I don't want to talk what was that I liked it. Do it again.
0: It was a scream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the way I feel most of the time we're when i having We're going to try to give the flashes. show a little
0: bit of direction. Can we, can we do that?
1: I thought that was your job.
0: Oh, okay. Well, w- what is one of our other topics here? Let's talk about it.
1: Okay. One of our other to- topics. Well, we were going to talk about
0: <gasps> germophobia.
1: People that are freaky about germs. Germ- like me. I am a freak about germs. I can't stand I, I can't stand the thought of someone going to the bathroom in front of me in a in a um, public restroom and not washing their hands and touching the doorknob and uh, and especially in a restaurant I mean I will actually take a paper towel and open the doorknob with the paper towel to keep from getting germs. can't stand
0: it Okay, let me ask you a couple of questions about your habits. give people something to think about here. okay when you sit down at a table in a restaurant, and they come and put the silverware down right on the table.
1: I hate that. Does that
0: bother you? It does bother me. What do you do about that?
1: Well, typically I I eat in places where the the silverware is either in a little packet.
0: You're changing the hypothetical. What I said is you're sitting in a restaurant, and they come and put the silverware down on the table, and you're talking about how you wouldn't be in that restaurant because you would have thought about it in advance. Yeah. So here they come and put the silverware down on the table. Okay, let me either. think
1: about that. What would I do? Hmm. I might get my hand sanitizer out of my pocketbook and wipe it down before I use it.
0: Wipe the silverware down. Yeah. You know, I I I pick the silverware up as if if it only touches the table for a second, it can't possibly get any germs on it. So oh my God. as soon as it as soon as it hits the table, I pick it up and I'll you know sometimes they don't give you anywhere to put it. You know, so I'll, I'll put it in my shirt pocket, you know, something like that, anywhere other than on the table. I know that it looks ridiculous to other diners, but uh, you, they're dying in droves um, over the over the unclean utensils.
1: Yes, they are. And
0: I live on because my, my spoon is in my pocket.
1: There you go. <laughs> but you know how, how, oh, but, no, once you think about it, when the, the waitstaff is rolling up the silverware in the napkins, how clean are their hands? Right. I'm just gonna have to eat at home from now on.
0: You know, the guy's up to his knuckles picking his nose <laughs> and he's rolling my silverware.
1: That is disgusting. Same hand, you know. And yeah, when I was in the I feel great about mm.
0: that. So I'm eating off, you know, silverware with you know dried mucus on it. Um, but that's they,
1: disgusting. But they
0: give me a straw so that my drinking experience will, you know, be an exhibition of cleanliness.
1: Now mm, so I'll be
0: eating, you know, guys' boogers off my fork. <laughs> That same guy made your salad.
1: <laughs> right. That is so gross. Oh, I can't stand the it. The
0: salad's got so much hair on it. It looks like, you know, the shower drain.
1: <laughs> oh, truly. Truly. <laughs> truly. We were at Disney World um, recently. No, we were at Universal. And we were going to see the Blue Man Group, and we had to park way away from where the theater was. And we had, you know, those um, rolling um, escalators? Not escalators. Yeah, escalators. What are they called? Walkways. The rolling walkways, huh. where you get out instead of having to walk and walk and hoof it all the way. They're not can, rolling. Well, they're, they're moving. The, the moving. The moving sidewalks one. The moving sidewalks. Are. Okay, that's it. Yeah, oh, the moving yeah. sidewalks. Okay, so we were on those, and you know how many people go through there on a daily basis and how many hands? How many dirty hands are holding those rails? How many? Oh, and I was just thinking about. Oh, I said to my boyfriend, "Don't touch the rails; they're nasty." And he put his hand along one, and then he put it in my face. <laughs> and I, I really was mad at him. I mean, I was mad. I at like him. this guy. I, that
2: I, is exactly how I would have handled. Oh it.
1: man, I was mad. Oh, but anyway, I mean, that sort of thing, just, it, ugh. don't touch the rail. Don't touch the rail. If you touch the rail, here, here's sanitizer. Use the sanitizer. Because-
0: uh, Trey, I know you're listening. Donna doesn't love you, but I do. <laughs> 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 let's go to a commercial. I think we're about ready. I let's think do we that. should
1: be. Yes, let's go. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Scott and Donna show. We've been very silly today.
2: You're we- not alive yet. You
1: know that, right? Oh, no, I did not.
0: Uh, you, did you hear me count? <laughs> The music's playing. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, here we go. In five, four, three,
2: two, you have to open the mic. one.
0: <laughs> Welcome back to the Scott and Donna Show. Um, Donna is not composed enough to continue with the show because she thought during the middle of the commercial that we were coming back on the air so she went through the bringing us back onto the air started talking about her topic went through the whole thing and you know the producer and I were looking at her and and saying at the same time you know we're not on the air we're not on, do you realize we're not on so she finally got it now that we are on the air she's she can't even perform I
1: I I was on the air I don't know where y'all were I was there
0: you know, have you ever – I'm going to talk about something that I did not get permission from you to talk about, but it, it, it came up in a remark from a friend last night. You know, okay. we – you know, the, the standby uh, – the two standbys, if you're referring to different types of, of – uh, and we have to call it shit because that's the only way we can talk about it. It's um, – uh, what is it? Bullshit. Okay. Bullshit, and um, my favorite is horseshit. I tend to t- say horseshit more than bullshit. But it's, it's peculiar that we would be dealing with those two kinds of shit. And I've heard comedians talking about it and all that. I'm not trying to, you know, do somebody else's routine here. But I was just thinking about how it never changes. And I've heard some people who, who will try to change it. There'll be some guy in the crowd who says, you know, hey, man, that's not just bullshit. You know, that's like elephant shit or something. And it, you know, it's not funny. And I don't. It, the reason that it's not funny is, is lost on me, because what he's saying is that shit is even bigger. Um, so he thinks it would be funnier, you know, for that reason or because it's different. Um, but we don't think it's funny, and maybe that's because you know the elephant is you know a lovable, you know, benign creature.
1: Prickly, big, stinky.
0: Lovable and benign was my description.
1: I rode an elephant one time. That is not lovable and benign. Donna's Go in here ahead.
0: talking about her boyfriend like that. Ah. Um,
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm in here with my but, mouth, my jaw dropped. You know, dropped occasionally up, going, you hear somebody
0: what? say chicken shit. So I say the three kinds of shit that are acceptable for comedic use would be bullshit, horse shit, and chicken shit. And the other ones just are not funny. <laughs> Okay. Our, our producer is weighing in with his own with his own uh, thinly veiled opinions okay. about that. We had, I think, a sheep there. Um, I'm not sure what that was.
1: Look, I had these,
0: <laughs> There's the sheep.
1: Look, I had all these pages on bed bugs, so, and you're talking about...
0: That's what I say about it. So the only kind of shit that's going to be funny or is going to be accepted on the street is bullshit, horseshit, and chicken shit do you disagree with that can you think of another even if someone says human shit no as i don't disgusting even know what to is. say to
1: that scott i'm completely what do you mean on the street do you mean literally or are you speaking figuratively
0: on the street is is figurative
1: okay i think all of those would, would be I'm talking about yes. you
0: know every man out there
1: mm-hmm. well how do you define um which is which
0: which is, which what?
1: Well, what do you mean, which what? You're the one that's talking about it. The difference
0: between the man No, out the, there? No, the shit. The difference between the shit? Yeah. Well, I, you know, the thing is, people don't really, you know, have much of an understanding of those kinds of shit. And, you know, the features? <laughs> what the heck? If they're asked to compare and contrast that shit, they
1: what? can't do you it. You just said size didn't
0: matter. Right, size, size does not matter. Okay,
1: but we're not even talking about it literally, we're talking about it figuratively.
0: Well, what, so, I, what I'm saying is that it doesn't have anything to do with the characteristics of the shit.
1: Or the the creature that creates it.
0: <laughs> right, it's really just the sound of the words, I think. Bullshit. <laughs> this is the funniest shit I've ever heard of. <laughs> Bullshit. That was, that's, that's Dustin, he's enjoying it. Oh boy. But actually, it, this is this just kind of sprang into my mind and I thought, well, you know, the show's kind of sucked up till now. I'm going to talk about this. Okay, so good. So that's what I'm saying. But so when you're referring, when you're referring to a kind of shit, what's your what, what's your kind of go-to shit? I
1: usually say shit bird, which is completely totally. I do, okay. but I usually call my animals that when they shit in the house.
0: But if you're saying, hey, look, that's a bunch of baloney, you describe it rather than baloney as bullshit, or shit or chicken shit, usually, or some other kind of shit. I usually
1: just you know, I usually just say shit. I usually don't even say...
0: that's you I just don't say designate. that
1: shit? I don't designate, usually. I don't think...
0: See, shit. You,
1: I don't say that word a whole lot. I can't believe I'm really saying it now.
0: <laughs> yeah, i tell you, it, it, it's a word that gives me freedom. Oh, yeah. Because when when I use profanity, I, I, I feel myself, you know, floating, leaving my body. It's the experience that I should be having in life. It's, it's freedom. Really? You know, for these pent-up people. These pent-up, unhappy that people who live in the shadows, who <laughs> refuse to use profanity. You know, I ask you, do you ever expect to be happy? I, su- I say because to Because they
1: you, can't say that?
0: I suggest to you Ooh, that no. you put on the list of things that you will begin doing now. Because, you know, today's the first day of the rest of your life. Start using profanity. <laughs> Lots of it. Don't allow yourself to be bottled up. It's not healthy you go to your physician, the physician will say, don't hold it inside. Bad for your heart. Uh Bad for your nervous system. So I'm going to give you antidepressants, and I'm going to recommend that you use lots of profanity. Bullshit, horseshit, all those things are acceptable. All those things are the marks of a happy life.
1: Hey Scott, um, and he's got his arms out, and he is truly into the. Uh, I am
0: I am making a magnificent gesture here to yes. indicate the the you know the, the breadth and the scope of this truth.
1: Webcam would be good about now. hmm <laughs> Turn that bad boy on.
0: You know, so you know why babes are drawn to me because right minute, they no. they hear all of the profanity, and they know I'm a happy guy. Happiness attracts happiness. It's almost a philosophical point.
1: Okay, then. You
0: have no comment at all. I'm
1: just, I'm completely floored.
0: (laughs) You you know why you're floored? Because you don't have a response written on a card to read back to. (laughs) Give me that. Why don't you just pick up and read any cards? Oh, that'd be fun. Let me
1: just shuffle them up. That's a good idea. Look, how many cards do I have here? Like I worked very hard
0: at this. Okay. Donna, this would be something to do after we're off no, here. No, you
1: said just pick up one and read it. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Okay, Mr. Poor shit. I will drum Chicken my shit.
0: fingers while she does this.
1: What else did you say? Okay, here's one. Scott, surely you have heard about the bed bug infestation reaching epic proportions infesting hotels up and down the East Coast, even here in Myrtle Beach.
0: We, there would, we, go. we would go back to that live report, but during the last commercial break, we received a call from half of the uh, the uh, news team, and Scoop Burrell was tragically killed. <laughs> okay, it really wasn't tragic. Um, she was killed.
1: She was killed.
0: And we suspect that the other members of the news team will be hauled in and asked some very direct questions about <laughs> their involvement.
1: Well, you know what? Was it a car accident? Because car accidents, i was described. Never mind.
0: You remember, remember that ten thousand one. pound weight that they used to hang over all the characters? Not over all of them, but in Monty Python.
1: No, I yeah. never watched Monty Python. Yeah. Right. No. Which
0: explains why you have no sense of humor <laughs> today.
1: I have I, no. I just have the giggles today for some reason. I mean, no, I'm an intelligent person. I, I you know, I, I teach school. I, I've been a journalist. I'm, I tell you what I want to talk about I'm very good at writing these week. cards.
0: Okay. Here's A one. The topic that I want to talk about next week, and we won't we won't start it today, but, but let's introduce the topic because I think it it can really have some weight to it. Okay. And we want to we want to talk about things that have weight, um, because we have all those sides to our personalities, same as everybody listening does. But the topic for next week, or at least one of them, is um, how you how you make other people feel, and whether or not that's important. So we can we can explore there serious topic. As I say, we can explore there. Um, well, part of that I had already said. How is how it, is it important to you? How other people feel when they're around you? I think that's what's implied there. How do you go about making other people feel good? You know, what where do you draw the line in things like that? I think that's a really neat topic. You know, one of the things that um, if I could say this today just to introduce it, one of the things that my, um, it's actually my old girlfriend again, she's quite a theme, you know, that is on my mind a lot, it really is, and I'm really not happy with the whole situation. But one of the things she used to say, because uh, she would make make fun of me being insincere, you know, I would go into a room of people and I would say something that wasn't exactly true. And she, when we would leave, she was just having fun, this was more in fun, but she would say, you know, I don't even know if I ever want to believe a word you said because I know what you told that guy, uh, that girl, you know, whoever it was, wasn't true. And, you know, she doesn't mean that it was a lie, but I may have characterized something. I may have said, you know, um, hey, referring to my girlfriend, her name was um, Molly. I may have I may have said, gosh, Molly and I were just talking about you, you know, a couple nights ago and we were really concerned because we heard your brother is in the hospital or something. And the truth is we hadn't talked about it. And... You know, my response to her, and I think people would probably disagree with this and I could understand why, but my response to that was it really isn't important um, that whether we were or were not talking about her and her brother being in the hospital, you know, whatever it was two nights ago, it's important how she feels. And so the reason I said that to her really was, you know, partially a regret that we weren't talking about her brother a couple nights ago if we had thought of it we probably would have been but it makes her feel loved it makes her feel as though people care about her brother and the truth is we do both love her and we do both care about her brother so what i said wasn't factually true but the way she feels as a result of my having said that is what's important here and but I can see how some people would say, well, you shouldn't say you were talking about if you weren't. a brother if, if it weren't. If you think that's so good that you were talking about a brother, then maybe you should have been talking about a brother. And I'm not going to get in a big fight over that. I'm really not. But that has more to do with their view of whether I'm being completely truthful or not. Whereas, whereas my focus in this doesn't have anything to do with whether I'm being truthful or not. My focus is on the other person, and I do care about the other person, and I want them to feel that all of us out here, you know, the two of us here, and there are probably many more of us who care about you and your, who care about your brother's situation. So you call me insincere, you call me a liar, you call me all those things, and I don't agree with you, but to me the focus is on how the other person is yes. made to feel.
1: Right. Right, I'm not sure how I feel about that, so I'm going to give that some thought
0: it is over the a neat next topic, few days. Though, it is isn't a very
1: it? neat topic,
0: and I don't want to confine it to that. Uh, certainly not, but well, I, certain- I think that is you know just one of you know dozens and dozens of, of facets of that. Oh, so absolutely, we can, very broad. We can think about this next week, and I think what I what I primarily wanted to introduce is that this is a serious topic, and you know I th- I know we're both very comfortable with that, but we want to you know, go to the other end of of the range there and and talk about something like that. I'm sure we'll have some goofball things too. Oh, imagine. Want to talk about some serious stuff.
1: I think that's a very good idea, and I look forward to that. So I'll give that some thought as well. And is it, uh, is it lying or is it, um, is it something that you do because you, you feel you really care about this person it's and you want to make them feel good? It's bullshit, Is what good. it is. It's, yeah, bullshit, horseshit, or chicken shit. You choose. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us today if, if you indeed are out there. Um, call us next time on the Scott and Donna Show. We'll be here next Friday at 1 o'clock and you just never
0: know what we might say. Come on back. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.